Welcome to Bourbon Sauce. We've got Ryan and myself, Dan. For those of you who don't know, we're back with another episode for you. And uh, this one, we're going to talk about the service industry and some of our good and bad experiences with it. But before we get into that, uh, Ryan, why don't you tell the people what you are sipping on? So, uh, in honor of talking about good and bad experiences in the service industry, I went with Redemption Bourbon because, you know, we always like to give a place a second chance at redemption, right? So, it's uh, distilled in Indiana and then it's actually bottled by Redemption Bar- uh, Barrel Selections in Bardstown, Kentucky. Um, interesting, interesting flavor. It's. Um, I think it's like 21% rye, 70-some percent corn. Ooh, a rye one. Um, So it's... uh, Yeah, it's a rye one. Nice. Over ice, it's actually... Mellows it out? It's very mellow. Mm -hmm. And then you get a little bit of a bite at the end. It's not super rye like some of the others we've had. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, I went with Doc Swenson's Alter Ego because sometimes when you have bad service... Your alter ego or Hulk comes out, and it's kind of inevitable that you're going to snap on somebody. But uh, it's a triple cask. I've had this before, I think, on one of the other episodes way back in the day. Um, but it's a straight bourbon whiskey finished in sherry and cognac casks. And this one, it's growing on me. You know, when I first got it, I wasn't really fond of it. But I feel like the more we drink bourbon, the more diverse my palate is becoming and looking for different flavors versus just like your run-of-the-mill um, bourbons that we typically drink. Right. I noticed that with that uh, Woodford you surprised me with. Right. Yeah. It's weird. So um, I like it. It's, it's you know, and, I, and today I, I cooked some steak and some scallops and stuff for dinner. And so I figured that this was going to be a pretty good pairing for that, which it was. Um, yeah, I've noticed you've started exploring over into pairing it with your foods. And yeah. that seems to be a, a pretty good, because it definitely changes the flavor profile. Yeah, for sure. And then um, I feel like it also enhances the food taste for me. You know, just like if you were to do a wine pairing with like, you know, white for fish and red for steaks or whatever. Right. I feel like it has a similar effect with the bourbon. If I use a bourbon that has been finished differently, whether it's been in a, a wine cask or something like that, it, it pairs really good with the steak. I mean, normal bourbon does too, but right. it just seems to go a little bit better just because it gives that little, little zing yep. of uh, the red. I, I can understand that. But So with that said, and everybody is probably like, yeah, okay, get on with it, get on with it, get on with it. Um, we've, we've gone out a lot to eat in Clarksville, Nashville, Dixon, surrounding areas, Ashland City, Guthrie, back to the property out there, yep. Corbin, I mean fucking Barberville, all those all that shit, right? Yep. What stands out to you for good service? Uh so for me, I guess good service for me is Polite, cheerful. Mm. Um, you're you're attentive to the customer. Your your my drink is never empty right. per se. Right, you're getting me refills. You're checking to see if I need anything, but you're not like smothering me. Right, 
So you're okay. just routinely checking. You're observant. Oh, their drinks are almost empty. Let me go check on them. Um, How do you think that translates to like other service industries? Like, I don't know, like you go to a sporting goods store or a grocery store or any other service industries place. Do you, do you look for so, that similar like thing when you're at a place? No. So like when I go into, let's say I go into Target or Walmart. Mm. <laughs> but I say I go into any of them like I, I, I don't I don't need your assistance. Like right. I want you to leave me alone. Let me get in there, get what I need to get, get to the register. Once I get to the register, I despise self checkout. Um, I am a firm believer if I'm going through self checkout, then you might as well just go ahead and pay me <laughs> because I'm not a cashier. Right. Um, like. But you like to have lower price goods. Uh yeah, but so you have that scale of economy that you got to deal with when these companies start. You know uh, though, you know, there's no uh, my goods haven't gotten cheaper with self checkout. So here's the thing, right? As we've all paid attention, the minimum wage has gone up. Yes, or they've been trying to make it go up. Yep. So you see, at like fast food places, has been the most prevalent after Walmart to go ahead and give you your own kiosk to put in your own order and stuff like that. Right. The reason they do that is to offset that cost to the consumer. So if they if they would have had those employees, which is going to suck for a lot of people because they're going to be out of jobs at some point and they're going to start complaining about not having job availability, but it's going to keep the cost of goods at a nominal level based on the economy. Had they not done that, and they're paying all those people that are looking for a minimum wage to be something that sustains a fucking family of three or four, when that's not what minimum wage was set up to do anyway, well, now that has to get passed on to consumer. And so your goods that you get at Walmart would go up. I don't know what the percentage would be, but it would definitely go up to offset that because the company is not going to absorb that. In as many billions of dollars as these companies make off of people, they're greedy. So what you're saying, bottom line, is it's not to benefit the customer; it's to benefit the company. Yes, and yes, there's nothing it, about this. It does cups, benefit the customer. customer. Benefit it, it benefits you because the cost of your goods don't go up. But it does. It just doesn't go up as much as you say it would, right? But there's still such a significant up jump that nobody even thinks about the fact that, okay, this could go up another 10% or 20% over cost if they added an actual cashier. But then I go into Kroger mm. and I buy my groceries cheaper or same price as Walmart and I get a cashier. Yeah. So, you know, it. But it's. Walmart struggles because they also have like fucking 50 goddamn. Registers, but, but there's they only no have one like, ever there. <laughs> right, like there's three nobody people ever there. there. Three people there, and so it's like, why have that many registers in a, in your establishment if you're not going to utilize them, and you're just going to use the self checkout? But I think to my point is that they originally intended to have people in those spots, but because of the minimum wage hike, they're like, well, in order to keep our price point where it needs to be, we can't have fifty people three shifts a day and not increase the price of our products because they're getting it from China. They're getting it from, you know, Korea yeah. and, and Taiwan and wherever else they're outsourcing it from, from Walmart stuff to keep the cost low to begin with. 
But for instance, Walmart's not even 24 hours anymore. No. Not around here. I know some other places they still are. They went back? Yeah. yeah. But a lot of them aren't even 24 hours anymore, so you're down to yeah. two shifts, right? Well, and I think COVID you know, had a big play in that. Oh, it gave them a good reason it, for it. It gave them the out of, like, oh, well, I guess we don't need 24-hour service. Fuck the people that work at night. Right. That, you know, work in the midnight shift or the grave shift or whatever. Guess you're just going to have to suffer and wake up in the middle of the day. A hundred percent. Go shopping. But what I've also noticed with the self-checkout, right, is the systems always mess up and you're waiting on somebody to come check something or waiting somebody to approve something. Mm-hmm. And when you've only got one person working 10 self-checkouts yep. and... 10 people are buying booze or tobacco. Now that person's doing laps back and forth or they're having to check IDs and they're having to scan. And you'll see the self-checkout line looks like it's a mile long. Mm -hmm. You're like, what is the point of this? And I can't tell you how many times I've seen it firsthand. Right. And also, I guarantee you it happens everywhere. People just move it across, but it didn't scan and it goes in a bag. (laughs) You know, I, I guess that's people, people that's an factoring thing. in their but I guess that's people factoring in their 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 pay as the cashier. You know? Maybe, but I, I still feel like that that's a It's definitely an integrity thing and so, and right. a lot of people don't have integrity. Right. right? And I, I think that's the biggest problem with a lot of that self checkout is there's a lot more theft right. that occurs. Um which at some point I don't know how they're going to figure that out, but I'm sure there's going to be some sort of like scale that weighs your your cart and knows as soon as you pull up that there's X amount of weight in there. And based on whatever you scan, it'll deduct that weight off and it'll know, okay, well, you missed an item or you scanned an item too much or, you know what I mean? At some point, they're going to come up with more biometrics to figure out a way i mean it's getting similar at restaurants now right you go in Mm. and they want you to some of these restaurants i've gone in they don't bring you a menu they want you to order from like the little tablet kiosk at your table and then like the waitress will bring you your drinks and bring out your food right but there's no real interaction they don't take your order anymore you know at some of these places i've been in and then you pay right there at the kiosk yeah, and then I, if something's not right, then you're waiting on a manager. You're waiting on this because then they have to go and change it all. I think Chili's and Applebee's were the first restaurants that I remember that went to the kiosk thing at the table, and part of it was to have like entertainment for the kids, right? Because there's like s- silly little games on there, and a lot of people don't even use that. No, um, but it was a good idea. Like the intent, I could see the intent behind it, making trying to help entertain the kids while they're waiting for their food that's going to take forever because most of those places the service is slow right and i get it for the trivia too because you can actually pay Mm -hmm. in your whole table sit there and play trivia well that's and i get that part yeah but why do i want to sit here and punch in on a kiosk at a sit-down restaurant and order yeah because for me part of the experience is dealing with that waiter or waitress right and giving my order and interacting with people i'd be curious to see how places like dick's last resort are going to evolve with this whole uh, AI thing with, you know, the I, kiosks and whatever. At I don't some know point, that they would change it, really, because that I would takes out not. the whole experience. Right. I would hope not. 
maybe they'll have like a robot that comes up and it has like an animated face and it's like you're a dickhead, you know? Right, but that's <laughs> so, like that would be like Twin Peaks or Hooters or Tilted Kilt being all like, those places. You're, you're just gonna deal die. with the kiosk now. You're yeah. not gonna, we're not gonna have a waitress. You're not gonna have anything, and then somebody will carry your food out and set it down. Yeah, those places are meant for the, the like pervert single man. I mean, not even that. Like you'll go in some of them and you'll see a full family in there. Yeah, which I don't understand. Like, why the hell would you want to bring your small, I mean, small. I mean, we went to Trivia Night at Hooters, and there was a full table of nothing but women there for Trivia Night, so. Yeah, that was strange, too, but I understood what they were doing. They were just trying to get the, the gift, gift card or whatever, but still, why? If their husbands like it, or maybe they, man. Hey, know. hey, no one to judge. Not judging. It's just, it was just interesting to see that. Some people like going. Some people like food. Some people like the atmosphere. So, I like all the TVs. I like the fact that you can watch like 20 different things at one yeah. time. That's my favorite thing about sports bars in general is the fact that you have access to all that. So, again, when people are complaining about the price of their food at those places, it's like, okay, well, look at what you're getting here with the atmosphere. You know, they're covering the cost of all those Now, if your TVs service sucks, and everything that's a different right. story. Or like... We've been places and the food is terrible. Yep. They've botched it one way or another. And then, you know, un- un- unfortunately for the server, they have to go back and try to, you know, rectify that. And then you, you don't want to penalize the server because it's not their fault. It's the kitchen's fault. Yeah. Very rarely has it actually been the server's fault. Yeah. Um, I've had a couple of times where it's been the server's fault. Sure. But majority of the time, it is not on the server. They've put yeah. in my order correctly, and it's just not been done right. Right. Because there is those occasions when they'll be like, oh, I'm sorry I rung it up as, you know, whatever. And you're like, all right, no big deal. Just fix it, please. Yeah, like, for instance, the other night at Wing Wednesday, I paid for yours. Yeah. But, you know, <laughs> we we switched tabs, apparently. Uh-huh. You're, you paid $4 more than what well, you would have paid. Well, technically, I would have paid more because she yeah. applied my discount to yours. And you didn't get a discount. Oh right, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I mean, uh, that was see, that was user error. That was a good example. That was a good example. Right? She's just very distracted. Yep, clearly you're very distracting. I am. I like to talk to them while they're doing stuff, and I probably should stop doing that because when they need to focus, that's the last point in time when I should be <laughs> right bothering them. But I, I would say though, a uh, good redemption story uh, for both of us was mm-hmm. um, what is it, Liberty Grill? Yeah. Yeah, we uh we went before the uh Bruce for the Braves. Yeah. And uh, had lunch right. and uh I was I was very impressed compared to previous experiences. Now, I don't know if they've had a change in management or a uh, overturn in who is in the kitchen or otherwise, but clearly it's it's improved cuz I was there today for uh I got a, a drink. But the that bartender that is there, she's okay. She's funny, but she disappears a lot, which is a problem. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, you have one job. You should be at the bar. Right. Wherever, playing on your phone or whatever. But the food definitely was better this last time we went versus times before. Um, but then again, all I got was a chicken salad. And I got the... So it's hard to I fuck got the up. grilled chicken wrap, and you can totally destroy grilled chicken. But right. it was very tender, very juicy. The wrap was good. The fries were good and fresh. Yeah, unlike the other night 
You got some stale fries. That was pretty funny. Oof. Um, mm-hmm. I still have those wings in the fridge. I'm probably not going to eat those, though. I will the ghost say- pepper ones are not my favorite. I thought... I remember differently, but I was probably intoxicated the last time I got those ones. It's a very good chance. It's a very <laughs> good chance. I like they're okay. They're just more peppery than savory. Like it's just they're just unbelievably bit. Well, they're ghost pepper, so it's peppery. I know, but it's it's <clears throat> like a it's like eating peppercorn peppery. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like that's okay on like jerky and stuff for the pepper jerky if you right. do that. But, but I wasn't yeah. expecting it to have that right. kind of peppery. And it throws it off. It throws it off to my brain. So did you know? So you already probably know this that I guess it's like the the national wage for a server was two dollars and thirteen cents. But mo- now but like- most states have tried to bring it up, but that's still the actual legal. Amount. Yeah, I think some places um, it's like seven bucks now or something. So I was researching and on ZipRecruiter, because uh-huh. um, you can go in and find all kinds of jobs on yeah, ZipRecruiter, yeah. right? Um, that it averages now anywhere from five dollars and seventy some cents mm-hmm. an hour to upwards in some places twenty eight dollars and some odd cents an hour. Holy shit! As, as a waiter. Or now, waitress. if they're doing the twenty eight dollars, I bet you they're sharing the tips across the the wait staff and everybody that, else. That or I mean? they could just be lumping bartenders and all that into the service the serving staff right Mm. they could be considering all that as a serving staff because i mean technically as a bartender you still are a server you're just the bartender no that makes sense i think i think they should start giving bartenders a little bit more despite the fact that they get a tip because there's some nights when it's really fucking slow and they're, they get like 50 bucks for the night. Well, technically, most bartenders do make more because, one, you're one of them making the drinks for all your waitresses or waiters. You're supposed to get right? tipped out. So you're, they are supposed to tip supposed you Supposed to. Supposed to, right? And then, like, for instance, in Japan, you know it's an insult to tip? Yes, I do know that. Yeah. A lot of company, uh, companies, a lot of places overseas, it's actually it's frowned upon to tip. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, they just kind of wrap it into the cost of everything. Right. Um, so they get a normal wage. So they get a normal wage, which right. I, I would be more uh, appreciative, I think, if we did went that that way here in the U.S. Because then, even when you have the cheapskates out there, that wait staff is still going to get their wage according to the effort and hours that they put in for the week. Versus, like, you get some of these people that are just total cheapskates and are like, you get a hundred dollar bill on. And they give them two bucks. You know what I mean? So did you know now, like, say you go to Sonic? Yeah. You can now actually tip at Sonic. Can it you? actually comes up at the end of your bill to tip if you want when you're paying. Hmm. Yeah. So I've started noticing, like, so, like, Taco Bell, McDonald's, you can't, right? Yeah. But Sonic started doing it, and some of the other fast food places have started allowing it. I saw... Especially if they're bringing it out to you and serving it. I saw a funny uh, video the other day on TikTok. No, not TikTok. I don't do TikTok. It was uh, Instagram. And the guy was in uniform and he was walking by somebody and he was like, thanks for your service. And he was like, oh, thank you. And he turned around and like had like uh, uh, an app that said tip or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> it made me chuckle because that's the way our society is now. There's like tip jars everywhere, right? Right. At Starbucks, at McDonald's, everywhere that somebody is in the service industry, they just... 
feel like they are entitled to some sort of a like, extra tip. I, I can. I mean, I can understand it. Like you go to Subway, right? They build right. your sandwich for you. I can understand giving them a tip. Yeah. You don't have to, right? But I can understand it if you want to. If it's a yeah. dollar, two dollars, whatever, right? Because right? um, it's not like they necessarily make a whole lot, no. especially in smaller, well, smaller towns and stuff. Right, you, know, you yeah. get to California and these bigger cities, and they make well, more. They make more, but the cost of living is more. So it's correct. It's it's equivalent to right. same as here. You know. What so I mean? I mean, I can I can understand it a little. A um, little. But a at the same time, I do agree with you that there are places that have just gone super overboard with it, mm-hmm. and then you get some of these places that now they sneak in the gratuity, uh, and you're yeah. like, um, excuse me. Now I do I do agree with the places when it's like a group of ten or more. It's automatically lumped in. Yes. Because that just kind of saves from having to do the math, I guess. Yeah. Um, And it also ensures, because 10 people or more, I mean, fuck, that that waitress, waiter, they're they're moving. Yes. You know, that many people to refill drinks and make sure that their entrees are there and appetizers and everything else. I mean. Right. I... I worked in the service industry when I was a teenager, so I know it fucking sucks. Some days you're just like, man, like, if you have a bad day, service industry is not the place to have any sort of off day. Cause no, not it, at all. It's going to affect your bottom dollar by the end of the day, and you're just like, fuck, you know. One thing I do, I do believe as as in the service industry, if you're if you're in it, I guess the one thing... I feel like should be known when mm. you get on shift is if it's not posted, you should ask, what are we out of? Oh, yeah. And what are the specials? How many times have we been somewhere and we order something? They're like, oh, yeah, we're 86 on that. Yeah. And Which, then you order something know, else. Which is an uh, industry thing of we're out of it. Yeah. And then you order something else and they're like, okay. And they leave and come back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We don't we don't have that either. <laughs> I think we went somewhere and they went like four times with you. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're out of that. Yeah, we're like, out of that. Okay, well, tell me what you do have. Yeah. Because that's why I got to the point where I was like, all right, I'm done guessing what you do have. Just right. let me know what you have so then I can order accordingly and then life will be fine. But Like I went in one place and I was like, hey, so what are you, what's your special for the day? And uh, I'll be back. Yeah. Leaves and is gone for like 10 minutes, comes back. So we have uh, this and this and this is the special today. And I think one of them was like a grilled salmon with asparagus and something else and i'm like i'll have that okay goes and puts in my order comes back uh yeah we don't have that mm. i'm like why would you tell me about it then why would you tell me you have it yeah. if you don't have it that's so upsetting because like you you might have your heart set on having that item whatever it is and then you're like kind of like excited about getting it right and then they come back and it's like devastating you're like oh like I get somebody might have beat me to the order. Like I get that, or but you might have just run out. It's like, but know your stuff. Come on, man. Because I that's nothing worse. I think than say you want a prime rib, right? Mm-hmm. And a lot of restaurants they only have so much. They have a finite amount of prime rib that they're gonna serve. Yeah, and then they run out. And that's why a lot of them like we have it one day a week. You know, like uh, Thursday, or we have it on Friday, or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. You go in and you're all excited. You're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna get a fucking prime rib," and not. A, and then they come back and they're like, "Oh, I'm sorry, we ran out like an hour ago." What do you mean? An hour? That was before I even got here. And like, nobody yeah. told. Nobody told you you're out. 
Like, I'm sorry. Can like, I get you something you else? You should probably put that at the front door. Like, hey, by the way, we're out of prime rib if you're here for the prime rib for today. And then I think they don't do that. And this is the only reason why I think they don't do it. Because they, they're anticipating you're going to order something else and still get your money. Right. Which is... I mean, I have gone in somewhere and ordered shitty, something, right? And then it. they're like, well, we're out of that. And I'm like, okay, bye. Yeah. But I've definitely been in places where the service took too long yep to even come to the table and, and I was i've got like, up and left yep yeah and i've gotten up and i'm like fuck this i'm out i'm i'm way too fucking hungry and one and thing to, I, to I, I would say one thing like probably one of my biggest pet peeves with that stuff yeah and i mean yeah it's my pet peeve it's my prerogative i'm paying for it so sure. um if you bring my food and it is cold uh, lukewarm stale yeah. or not the way i ordered it i'm politely asking the wait staff to take it back and get it done correctly. Yeah. And then do, if, do, it, if it comes back that way a second time, okay, you can just take it back and just forget it. I'm good. Thanks. I yeah. appreciate it. I, I appreciate your effort. It's not on you. They just don't want to cook it right. Yesterday, you made the folly. Or by the time this post, it'll be two days ago. But uh, you ate half of the fries. Yeah, I was I was just hungry, so it just didn't good. matter. It didn't even matter. I was just hungry. But normally I would have been like this ain't right. Yeah. And I don't I don't want it. But I was just I was hungry and I just didn't care at and that point. And that's usually like I am usually guilty of that. Like I will eat yeah. whatever cuz I'm just fucking hungry at that point. I'm yeah. Like, you know what? I don't want to wait how many ever fucking minutes again mm-hmm. till you bring me out my entree. I'm just going to eat it. I'm going to suffer through it. Like, I've eaten a lot of shitty food in the military. I can literally eat canned dog food. Yeah. Alpo's not that bad. I've it's tried it. It's really not. And I've had dog snacks and everything. I mean, at some point, you're going to try it. Sober, intoxicated, you know, whichever. You're going to try it. I'm just saying, I can pretty much eat anything and tolerate it and just kind of grunt through it. Right. And I just, I'm. They're just gonna know at the end. I'm like, hey, this was fucked up. I'm still gonna tip you, but just let the kitchen know they fucked up. Hot sauce fixes a lot of things. Yeah, but it doesn't fix cold food. No, 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 it does not. Especially if that food is not meant to be cold. So if the food's cold and you're like, uh, like cold yeah. steak is not fun. I don't mind cold steak. I don't mind cool steak. I don't want like. Cold steak. Like, if I... Because I get a lot of rare steaks, and it, it's got a cold... Sometimes a cold center. Like, I get that. I get that. It's supposed to be a cool center. Yes. And, like, I get that. But your outside's kind of warm, right? right. Kind of hot, because it's just come off the grill, right? But if it's... If I get it, mm-hmm. and that whole steak is cold, you're wrong. You're wrong. Because you that's get, not how it's when designed When you go to, to be. Subway, do you get the... Well, I can't do steak anymore anyways. Well, when you when you did go to Subway before your Alpha Gal thing. Yeah. When you got like the steak from like Subway, the Philly? Yeah, they call it a Philly. I yeah. don't call it a Philly. It's I just call not. it the steak sandwich. Yeah. Um Do you always get it toasted? Or microwaved? I get it toasted. Cuz there's times when I won't so I can and eat that cold. That's that's easy easy peasy, still, right? It's still but steak. but that's like shredded. It's different. It's the way yeah. it's cut. I'm talking like a nice cut chunk of steak. Yeah. I don't care for it because when it gets like actual like refrigerator cold, mm-hmm. it tends to get super chewy, 
and, oh, I, yeah, and yeah. I don't care for that. Because um, I've I'm I can eat it cold personally. I, can. I mean I can eat it. I just I've don't done want it to. on salads, you know. Because I don't yeah. want you, I normally don't want like hot steak on my salad because then the salad gets all wilty. Yeah, I can understand that. So like even with chicken, I don't want hot chicken on my salad. Like I don't want hot salmon on my salad. I, I don't want hot shrimp on my salad. Like if it's a salad, it's supposed to be in my mind. It's supposed to be cold. So I'm anticipating whatever ingredients is in that is going to be cold. So, see, you're the person I see at the restaurant, and I'm thinking uh, if you want a salad and salmon, then you order your salmon and eat the salad on the side. That's my mind thought on that. Yeah, but I don't want it that way. I know. I want cold salmon on top of my salad. Right. Because I like, I like sushi, and sushi's cold. Right, and like, I understand that. So, But for me, I'm like, I want my chicken to be, <laughs> yeah. to be hot because right. it's supposed to be. Yeah. Right? And for me... If I order it at a restaurant, yeah. that salad should be fresh, and then you've literally just dropped the chicken on it. Yeah, there's nothing worse than you get a salad, and it's been sitting in a warming window, Ooh. and your salad is now warm. Mm-mm. No, thank you. That lettuce should be crisp and refreshing with every bite. I've been to a few places here in, in Clarksville. I'm not going to name them. I'm not going to dime them out. But um salad to come out and it's wilty because it's been sitting in the warming window so long mm-hmm. i'm like what the ass like how how are you gonna bring this to me as a server and think that that's okay like like you had to have seen and you could feel the plate has got to be warm it's like would you eat it because that's like that's the way it, when i was going through the service industry back in the day it was always like before you serve it to somebody look at it Right. If it doesn't look right, you damn sure aren't going to take it to the table. Because one, that's an embarrassing thing for you to deal with if they are like, what the fuck is, like, if they get irate. Because it it happens. People get crazy. And they, they, their alter ego comes out. And they flip out. And they're like, what the fuck is this? So, it it's like a little bit of prevention. Right. You know what I mean? Like, you you look at it and you go, okay, well, this, this isn't right. Mm-hmm. Like, I know this isn't right. This is don't I, take it out to the table. I actually had that happen once. Like my food never came, never came, never came, never came. And my waitress had refilled my drink like two or three times at this point. They had some and then like that. I was like, um, I was like, do you happen to know where my food is? Because the other few people at the table had gotten their food, which mm. I I I'm okay with like other people getting their food as it becomes ready. Yeah, yeah. Because Cause sometimes some, stuff some shit cooks, cooks quicker. You yeah, know? right. So I get that. Why should their food set under a warmer? Yeah, like if they ask for chicken tenders and you ask for a pizza, right. obviously the pizza is going to take longer. Now I get it. If it's started to where it's only going to be like a minute difference, cool, got it. Yeah. But I was like, "Where's my food?" She's like, "Oh, I'm so sorry. I, I've meant to tell you that I I sent it back. Hmm. It wasn't it it wasn't correct." Well, I'm I mean, like, shit. "Okay." I'm yeah. like, "Thank you." So she got a bigger tip. Right, for you know, being honest. And, and she was honest, and she took sure the initiative to make sure my food was right before it even came to me. That is literally one of the biggest things that I get upset with these days is the ser- with the service industry. I feel like it's getting worse as the younger generation gets into it. It's called entitlement. Um, and I feel like this is normal for people as they age, whatever generation is behind them they probably have a similar complaint about them not doing it the way that they were raised or the way that they did it or the way it was supposed to be done or you know whatever 
it's just I I feel like we're at the point now, a tipping point, where it's just gonna be this is the norm. Shitty service is the norm. Yeah. Well, it's like for instance, so that Mexican place back near the property. Uh huh. I know the only place that serves alcohol. So I went in one day for uh, lunch and ordered a tall beer and ordered you know just simple taco salad and well there's this older couple that comes in sits at the bar just a few seats down from me we're the only three people at the bar and it's this younger dark-haired kid you've seen him in there a few times mm-hmm. he's a real pessimist like okay super pessimistic yeah well, you've probably um, sitting at the bar before last time he was there and uh he comes up and he's he's getting their stuff and starts briefly talking to them and like everything they said, he was like a pessimist about. They're mm-hmm. like, you know, we we we're just driving through and seeing the sights and stuff to stuff, blah blah blah. And we got a hotel room here in town, which there's only one hotel there. And he's like, yeah, you're you should have just stayed in Corbin, or you know, it's much better and there's more to do. He's like, there's nothing here and this place sucks. And I'm very listening, poo-poo-y. like I'm very poo poo, and I'm listening and I'm trying to eat my food. And finally, I stop. Like he's gone on for ten minutes, and I stop eating my food. And I, I put my fork down. I look at him and I said, "I was like, look, dude. I said, if you're gonna be that pessimistic over this town while I'm eating my food, I was like, you're literally upsetting my stomach right now. Listening to your negativity, can right. you take your negative nanciness and just go on? Well, and you're what they would consider a local. Yes. So you have an, an invested interest in that place because you have a different, I want to say, uh, memory of the way it w- was when you were a kid and you have a lot of good good memories and mm-hmm. ties and stuff. So when you start hearing somebody talk negative negatively about that, I think that's natural. Well, to get a little defensive about it. Kind of like I agree. Like there's nothing but there. That's not right? his place to fucking right. poo poo. Like you're right. in the service industry, you should be amping up that local right. area. And then he even mentioned like you know they got more restaurants and stuff. And I'm like, dude, you're literally serving them yeah. food and alcohol at a restaurant you work for. So it's just kind of funny because you hear that in those smaller towns more than I think you do in a big bigger area. And it's like the people that just couldn't get out. So they're uh, bitter. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you, you gotta bring everyone else down just because you're fucking salty that you don't like the fact that you're stuck in this town and you can't go nowhere. So he got snippy. And then as he went, he went away. Oh, but he, he, got, he got, got snippy. snippy. With you? Yeah, he got snippy, but he went away while getting snippy. Uh. So, you know, I was like, you know, cool, whatever. <laughs> I finished my food. And then after I finished my food, he comes back. My beer's pretty much empty. He's like, do you want to. He's like, would you like a refill? I'm like, no, but I would like my check. Right. And he brings me my check. I pay with cash. And he's like, do you need change? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so he brings me back all my change. Mm-hmm. What do you think I did? You left him the spare change? I left a fucking penny. Oh, you you know you complained about that girl that did that. No, she did it because she was just being spiteful and mean. I did it because you don't get sass with me when I'm trying to tell you not to be an asshole when you got customers. Isn't that still the same thing? Isn't Big difference still- because she was doing it because she was jealous that the waitress was being nice and thought she was being flirty. Mm, That's being rude. That's being rude. There's a gray area. I mean, there is a gray area. But also at the same time, you're not going to be a shitbag and be a server or service, you know, and service yeah, around I- me. I, it's just rude. Like yeah, you, that, it, one, that, he did nothing 
nothing to warrant much of a tip anyways. Mm. Like somebody else brought my food. Yeah. If I'm while be he sat at a table and played tip, on his phone. Like if I want to make a point for a tip, I'm I'm just leaving zero. Oh no. I don't I don't go the effort of leaving you any spare change or any anything. It's just a big zero. You but see a big zero. See the good part about it was is there was no effort because I picked up every single dollar hmm. and just let the one penny that was the difference roll off the dollar. Yeah. So it was easy. There was no effort. Yeah, I get it. But it made my point. Yeah. The next time I went in there, he was very optimistic. <laughs> whether he, whether he was faking it or not. Because I mean, sometimes you do need an eye opener. Sometimes. Like I, I am a genuinely happy person. Like to the point people at work are like, You disgust me with how happy you are sometimes. I yeah, uh, yeah I, I I guess. So it kinda irks me when people are just pessimistic all the time. Um I just have an, a resting bastard face, so people are just like, why are you so angry? I'm like, I'm not. Like, you look angry. I'm like, I'm not. You're just there to work and get out for the day. Yeah, I'm just here to fucking do my job and go home. Like, I'll talk to people if they engage, but I'm not going to go out of my way. I used to do that. I used to be like, hey, what's up? How was your day? How was your weekend? How's your kids? How's it? You know, you know what it got me? Nothing. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm just going to show up at work, do my job, and then go home. But and I then I'll save it for like my friends and right. people that we meet at the bar or whatever. Right. And, and then I'll be all like, hey, you know, you know what I mean? Like, but I also think it's a slight it's a slight difference between active military and mm. contractor. There's a big difference. Right. I think a lot of people that are in the military because they are, quote unquote, stuck. They feel stuck. Some people, yeah. You know, because they couldn't figure out how to get out of the military, so mm-hmm. they, they're stuck there for another four years, or they're stuck again, they did another enlistment, and now it's six years, or, you know, however, right. ever, how many ever iterations of that stuckness they are, I feel like that builds up their bitterness level, because they can't unbury themselves. I feel like we know somebody mutually that was stuck. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And it happens, mm-hmm. and they just become bitter. Yes. And there's no there's no pleasing that person at work. There's no pleasing them at home. There's no pleasing them, you know, a, as a group of friends. Right. They're just that frumpy person and you're like, "What is your deal, man? Like go somewhere. Figure something out." Like if you're that miserable, and this goes for any job, if you're that miserable, fucking leave, go find something. So that brings up a good question for you. Yeah. And then we'll try and get back on topic. So it got brought up to my attention that there's a there's a big difference in me before September of last year. Mm-hmm. Like the before me, before September of last year, is like who I am now. But from September to like June of this year, uh-huh. it was a more borderline depressed, more agitated, more on edge person. And it's now it's we drink. No. No, no, no. Oh. What happened from September to June of last year? What was I doing ninety percent of my time? I was teleworking. Yeah, but also your mom got diagnosed with cancer again, so Well that still happened before September. What they were getting at is the work stuff. Oh, Between people at work said yes, this. Yes, we're saying this. Yes, like oh, like there was a big change again. Like 
the person that left in September. Okay, I misunderstood that. Question. Finally came back after June. Like in yeah. between that time frame, it was a whole different person. I misunderstood that question. Yeah. Okay, that's, that's my, yeah, that's yeah, that's, that's, that's my, my bad. fault. I thought you were but insinuating something would outside you of agree work. That that was a thing. Uh, I think that you were happier at work mm -hmm. than being here in the camper or yeah. at home. Yeah. Because you're isolated. Yeah. So being isolated, you're, that's not who you are. You don't like to be by yourself. You don't like to be... You like to be able to face-to-face -face interact with people. Yes. You know what I mean? 100%. So I I can agree to, to their observation. Yeah, that you know that's why a lot of people, when COVID happened and they had to telework, yeah. there was a giant spike in depression. And people getting on medic medication and everything else like that because that's not normal to be forced to be isolated. Right. And I was happy that it happened because then it was I could finally fucking tell people like that's what it's like when I'm fucking deployed and I'm stuck in the middle of a goddamn Iraq all by myself and there's yes. nobody else to fucking talk to and I'm stuck at the same fucking chow hall in the same goddamn room and the same fucking people and I have no freedom. That's what it feels like. Yeah. So in in some regards, it was great because then they could understand like, oh, shit, that fucking sucks. Yeah, no shit, it sucks. So mm -hmm. now you see the sacrifice that I make every time I do deploy. Yep. Um, It was definitely an eye opener for people who hadn't dealt with anything like that. Yeah. And I think it was it was. Um, and it destroyed the service industry. How many businesses oh my and God. companies just. That Doors closed. I feel bad for the mom and pop out. places because they did not fare well at all with that. And I really thought Kelly's Burgers was going to go under from it. But well, they, they sold. They, they sold. They sold, but I don't know that they sold because of that. So mm -hmm. Kelly's Burgers oh, still no. open and running, right? Yes. Um, and I went in and I couldn't eat the burgers, but their other food was still really good. Mm. Um, and then that's where I learned that you can pay with card now. Oh yeah. So. But it's a lot of the mom and pop places gone. Yeah, it's a, it was um. But obviously, they took there's a people huge out there. Hit. They're like conspiracy theorists, and they're like, "This was a, an attempt by the government to fucking get rid of mom and pop places and make sure that the big box stores succeeded." And blah blah blah. I'm like, well, even the big box stores were taking smack hits, right? That's why if they you notice, had... if you notice, like Cheddar's, Cracker Barrel, all of them started doing these meals to go, family meals to go. So that you could still get their food and they could still pay staff. Yeah, they had a huge decline. Um, and it, I, I just, God, I hope we don't fucking go back to that. See, because I everyone's could, been rumoring that this next wave of bullshit COVID yeah. is going to shut down America again. And I'm like, I will get fired. And see, I, I, can, I, will, I will end up fucking either resigning or I will get fired. And I can't resign because I need an unemployment check. I, I so can, I'd have to get fired. <laughs> I can remember people being like, uh, you know, this is this is horrible. This is just, you know, it's destroying everything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's 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 horrible. And it's the, the country will never be the same again. And it's like as soon as the pandemic was lifted, yep. it's like. Life started going back to normal. It's like, it's like, hey, dude, you're within six feet of me and you're not wearing a mask. Like the very yeah. next day, I'm like. Wait a minute. And during the pandemic, no one wanted to shake hands. No one yep. had wanted to fist bump, right? Yep. 
the day it lifted, it's like masks gone. People are right back in your bubble. Yeah, miraculously, I can walk into a restaurant and nobody gives a fuck. Right. Weird. Yeah. So everybody's fucking dumb for that one. I I tried to fight it as long as I possibly could, and then it got to the point where they are threatening to fire me. Yeah. If I didn't comply, and I was like, fine, I'll. F- well, then, wear a like, mask this, and I'll fucking go get a vaccine and whatever this else. This was a great one, right? So if you're a concealed carry, like a licensed concealed carry, mm-hmm. you legally cannot conceal your face. You're not supposed to. Legally, you cannot. Right. Not, by, right? Law, by law, not you cannot to. conceal your but face. during COVID, it was okay. During COVID, you were not, right? So, like, you would go into Walmart and stuff, because I did it. Yeah. And, like, somebody would be like, you can't come in here or like, actually, I can, and I'm going to because legally, I can't wear a face covering. No, but, it's a pandemic. You have to. No. no, legally, I cannot wear a face covering. Well, how is that? You're not you're not elderly or sick. Um, It's because I'm concealed carrying, yeah. which I can legally do, and because I'm concealed carrying, I legally can't carry a ma- or wear a mask. And then the guy's like, well... I need to see it. I'm like, actually, you don't need to see shit, buddy. Right. Um, just know that I'm concealed carrying, and I'm going in here for this, this, and this. Mm. If you want to know where I'm going, it was a ridiculous time in America, and I feel shame for anybody that had to deal with that. Um, there will be, there will be memes ten years from now that will oh, be yeah. making fun of all of it, and be like, man, look how stupid these people were. They're wearing masks for some fucking thing that's a survivability of 99% <laughs> fucking idiots but um one thing i did notice the service industry start doing during that period so yeah. that they could get back going mm. like shoney's for instance off exit 4 right yeah has really good food surprisingly not bad like like i didn't do their buffet right obviously and they had shut the buffet down mm-hmm. so that brought me to start ordering off their menu cuz prior to that i'd never eaten off their menu it was always the buffet their menu items are actually surprisingly really good. Hmm. Um, but like, we would go in and they like the pancakes. They would basically set the booths. Booths. Right? So they would set this set of booths back to each other. Yeah. Instead of across from each other. Yeah. And then they would stagger them all the way down to where there were six feet in between the booths. I thought it was pretty funny because like, you, you saw all those... Um, Lexan, whatever the fuck, plastic yeah, screen fucking yep. window things going up everywhere between people, between yeah. booths, between you know, the receptionists. And it's like, oh, my what God. What got me tickled is when I walked into a bar at a Texas roadhouse yeah. and I went to sit at the bar, mm-hmm. there was a bar stool flipped up in between each uh, each seat. I remember I'm, like, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, wait a minute. I literally look at the guy to yeah. my right, and I'm like, hey, man. He's, he looks at me, and he's like, hey, man. I'm like, um, if I cough, is this going to stop it? And he's like, no, nah, man. If I cough, you're going to get it. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I guess we just yeah. need to drink more bourbon, because they say bourbon and whiskey cures it. So, yeah. Yeah, that was I, silly. That was, I'm like, this is definitely not six feet. It was the dumbest thing ever that happened in America. I'm not saying COVID's not real. No, it's a real thing. It's but just it, it was stupid the way the reaction was to it. It definitely not to get too upset, political or upset, fucking anything uh, about it, but the service um, industry. Service I'm industry curious, definitely. What would be one of your worst experiences in the service industry? 
Oh shit! Fucking. Do we even want to talk about the automotive service industry? Uh, I actually, I haven't had bad service when it comes to. I have a great one. Yeah, but I mean, for me, like recently, I took my car in to the dealership because it was having transmission issues, and and they uh, sent me a, a message saying, "Hey, you know, this is we found this and this. Uh, it's going to cost you four, roughly four grand, to repair it." are you on board with doing it? I was like, fuck it. You know, why not? You already have the engine out. You already have this out. Just go ahead and do it. And then I show up today and they were like, Hey, by the way, uh, you had a warranty. So all that shit was covered under warranty. And I was like, hell yeah. I was like, that's a fucking win for me, buddy. I was like, all right, man. I was like, thanks bud. Um, and so that saved me four grand. And I was like, I'm going to go party. And the guy laughed and he was like, you know, chuckling. I was like, no, actually, what I'm probably going to do is spend it on improving my fucking yard. But um, when it comes to cars, I've had bad luck picking cars, but I haven't had bad luck with. Um, I, I just I don't think I've had really bad luck with the service from those dealerships that I've taken them back to to get fixed. There might have been times when, like, I took it and they didn't figure it out the first time. And right. I'm like, hey, you know, it's still doing it. Give it another another try and they'll figure it out maybe on the second or third try. Right. But there's not been an instance that I can remember where it was like, uh, there is one. And I took, this was one time I took it to, I had that Land Rover. Yeah. And I took it to a place that wasn't, he wasn't uh, authorized you know what I mean? Like it was just like a normal mechanic who swore he could do uh deal with foreign vehicles. You know the whole story behind that. Yep. Like I he didn't fix shit. I got a here to Tennessee from North Carolina and I put it in the workshop here and I started shooting wires and figuring out, oh well this is actually bad. Oh well this is actually bad. Oh well this is actually bad. And replaced all those little individual components. And then got everything running the way it was supposed to. And I was like, what the fuck, man? I paid that guy, like, probably three grand. To do nothing? To do absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. He he changed out one, one sensor, I think. And it didn't fix the issue for that. I, I had to actually do more work to figure it out. And then the light thing, he didn't. Like, there was a ton of shit. That's the only time I can remember that I had bad service results from mm-hmm. like an automotive thing. See, and for me, I had had, I really have had no bad issues for service up until mm-hmm. about Oct- end of October of last year when the GMC had to go in for a ECM. Right. Right. 100% knew it was ECM. Okay. It goes in, well, then it sets, and it waits till March of this year to get the part. Well, come to find out, oh, wait, we don't have the tool for the part, Mm -hmm. because you need a dual-channel something, Smitho, what is it, Benford 1000 tool time tool, right? (laughs) It's like Benford. Yeah, it's a Benford, you know. Tim the Tool Man Taylor? Yeah, it's a Benford 1000, you know, (laughs) dual-channel, right? So, okay, cool. Well, this goes on and on and on and on and on, mm. right? We are in August, coming up on a year. Yep. My vehicle is still sitting in their service department parking lot, yeah. waiting on a tool from corporate. 
and they have no timeline of when it will ever arrive. I can't trade How do the they vehicle. Not have a timeline. That blows so my I, mind. I, I can't have a. I can't have a. They won't give me a loaner because of their insurance stuff nowadays. They can't do that. Can't you just reach out to the corporate and like ride that? Got nothing, right? So they don't what? call. They they won't call me back when I call them. Like I physically have to go in, or I have to finally call and call the manager and be what like, "What year Look, is this dude, GMC? Again? It's a 2010 GMC Acadia, which is a crap vehicle, anyways, right? But oh, it's 13 I, years I can't, old. I can't trade it in. Because well, it's not running. Thirteen without the years ECM. old though, it shouldn't have that sort of issue. It actually has a laundry list of issues. I know, it's but you know what I mean? Like the fact that it's it not running at right. thirteen years old. But it's just an ECM that's keeping it from not running, mm. right? But so they don't like to return phone calls. Yeah, I have to literally call and call and call and hound them to get a call back. So what um, if you got this thing nowhere. back to the house here, and we just started going online? Because I looked up the tool, the tool is like ten grand. No, I'm saying order an ECM. I already have an ECM. Oh, they need a tool for what? They need a tool. It takes a dual channel Benford 1000 <laughs> to install this ECM because they have to be able to read two channels instead of one when they're installing this to do something. What? Yeah, I know. It's weird. Whatever. Isn't the ECMs normally plug and play? Any uh, ECM I've ever put in is like... it's. These are not apparently because you actually have to plug them in and do your whatever on a computer. Whatever. I don't care. They at should this always point, come up Either way, it forced me to have to buy a vehicle. So yeah. it forced me to have to buy a vehicle because I couldn't keep driving a farm truck that was literally ready to fall apart out from under me at any given moment. Yeah, it was a free freebie. So it forced me to buy a vehicle. Yeah. Um, How was that process of buying that car, by the way? Uh, actually, it was a very smooth process, but mm-hmm. in hindsight, yeah. um, you know, because hindsight's wonderful. Uh, if I if I could have got a better interest rate, which would have kept my payment maybe comparable to what it is now, oh, I would have yeah. just bought a brand new Subaru instead of a Subaru that's a year old. No, nah. but it's still it's a good vehicle, yeah. great gas mileage. And it does everything I need it to do. You know what's funny is now that they put this new transmission in my car, and I was driving back from Nashville with it, it gets amazing gas mileage right now. There must have been something really fucked up with that car because they they put a new compressor for the air conditioner. They put a new transmission. They put a new uh, oil cooler pump. Yeah. And the upper control arms and something else. Oh, the side marker lights. Um, which apparently they put the side marker lights in for free, even though I didn't think that those would be covered in a warranty because it's an electronic device that could burn out. They did it for free. Um, that's pretty nice. Yeah. So what? Well, about- I mean, they had it for like two and a half weeks. So, True. so how how do you feel about like um, like I guess you would call it liquor store attendance. Like an actual uh, liquor store, not like going into a gas so station and buying depends, a regular like, bottle. I've been to places where should they're they, helpful. Should they be helpful and knowledgeable about their products? I would say at least one of them should be. If you're going to have multiple people at the counter, because we've been to some places yeah. where it's just like, you know, one one person or whatever. And they're just kind of there to fill a slot yep. and register. Check out register. what you want. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and we've been to other places, and they're very knowledgeable, which is great because then they they turn us on to different bourbons or you know things we should try. I feel like if you're gonna work in an industry, no matter what it is, whether it's um selling fucking carpet or selling cars or 
selling homes or you know whatever it is if you're going to be in that service industry you should be knowledgeable on that oh yes i mean because it's no different than in a gun store right and you walk into a gun store most of those guys are gun enthusiasts that are behind the counter yeah why would you have like somebody that hates guns or is an anti-gunner behind the gun counter but see, I think where you, you wouldn't, do, but that's you're talking more, more mom and popish no. and more Cabela I mean, and Bass Pro. Still, even go, in Cabela and Bass Pro, you don't have anybody behind the I counter. I agree, that, but like I could go in Dick's or I could go in Academy Sports and just get some random Joe Schmo. Sometimes, a lot of times, in my experience, yeah, sometimes they oftentimes they try to pick the people that have either a hunting background yeah. or a fishing background. Oh, or... Lord. Don't ever go into Walmart sporting goods because <laughs> yeah, you I know, get that you one... just a, oh, you want to see this rifle? Walmart is the And then the they worst. hand you a pump shotgun, yeah. and I'm like, no, I wanted to no, see Walmart that is, rifle. Walmart is the worst when it comes to that because when we were getting ammo, I was buying 30-30 or whatever yeah. it was, and she's like, which one is that? I was like, it's right there. This one? No. Oh, that the one? one next to it that says 30-30. It's a Remington 30-30 right. right there. And then I, the Winchester 30-30. I'm like, there's fucking three brands right there. That's I kind of I kind of look at it if I'm comparing like industries, right? Yeah. If a plumber, electrician, carpenter, welder, sounds like a funny joke. Anybody like that, <laughs> right? You 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 need let's say you need plumbing work done, right? You, you, What's her you, name? You've got a water leak. <laughs> She's let's, a squirter. Uh, let's She's say a squirter. You, let's say you got a water leak, right? Right. Uh, are you calling? Are you are you gonna call a plumber and let the plumber fix it? And, well, and expect the plumber to actually fix it and do a good job. Well, or, I don't expect, but I hope. You know what I mean? You know, like, you fuck. hope, right? Or or say the plumber comes in and let's actually here you go. Better yet, yeah. plumber comes in, tears out your wall, fixes the leak. But now you've got a torn out hole in your wall, right? And then leaves. Are you calling that plumber back to come in and fix that wall? No, and I know where you're going with this story because this was back in the property. No, this wasn't back Delico. in the property. No, 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 no. Was that I'm, the guy I'm, that no, fucking no. tore a hole in there? No, no, no. I'm oh. asking you. If if I come in your house as a plumber, right, I tear out your wall. I tear it out. And, First of all, if and, you tear out my walls, we can have a conversation. And I fix a leak, right? Uh-huh. And then I leave. Like I take your money for fixing the leak, and then I leave. Yeah. Are you calling me back to fix that wall? No. Why not? Because you already fucked up everything. I would be calling your ass back and uh-huh. wanting my money back. I'm just gonna. File I mean, granted, you're somewhere. gonna you're gonna go you, you're gonna go somewhere else, you right? Back. I'm gonna call. But I'm saying if if you pay them, right? Yeah. If 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 you do, let well, let's say you haven't paid me, you ain't gonna right. pay me, right? Right. Exactly. You ain't going to pay me because service ain't rendered. Hell no. You tore a hole in my wall and you didn't fix it? Uh, no, thank you. No, thank you, sir. You ain't going to pay me. So why should I pay for bad service? Well, right. That's You're not going to pay for somebody to come in and do a bad job at your spot. So, yeah. That's it's the same thing. So, yeah. So, but nobody has to be a dick about it. Now, granted, somebody comes in and fucks up your house, uh, you got every right to be a dick about it. First of all, if you come in and you fuck something up, I'm gonna I'm gonna point it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, at, you've been around long enough. I've had work here at the house and stuff that doesn't go the way I think it should. Mm-hmm. I call them back. Mm-hmm. I say, hey man, 
You know, if they fuck it up, I don't call them back. Yeah. I call someone else. I'm like, no, clearly they're incompetent. Right. Uh, I have someone else come in from a different company and figure it the fuck out. Fix it. It's funny, though, because, like, yeah. we've we've talked about, like, the mowing. Mm-hmm. And it irks the living shit out of me every time I look at it when it's, like, Two weeks later, I'm like, could you the grass just be cut now? Could it just, could it, could it, could it? <laughs> any day now, any day now. Like, I don't yeah. know how many times I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get on the mower and I'm going to mow it. And I'm like, no, because as soon as I do, they'll show up and yep. then they'll just charge because, yep. oh, it was already cut, but, you know, we came and cut it again. Mm. So I'm like. The, yeah, I mean. But you're like, you know, it works. And I'm like, yeah, it I works. get it. But, but I'm it's. I'm not overly worried about it because. But I grew up doing mowing and landscaping, so. Like, it was a big thing for me, and I'm like, I, I can't it. stand to have grass, like, touch yeah. me above below the knees. It's like, <laughs> First of all, it shouldn't be touching above your ankles. Yeah, well, I agree. But, you know, sometimes here, we got these fucking weeds that be growing, and they be growing to, like, crazy heights. But I, I will say that they mow it very well, though. They do all right. Yeah. They do all right. Weed eating, it leaves... Yeah, room I mean, for it's only, desire. It's only ninety bucks, so I'm I'm getting what I'm paying for. Well, yeah, that makes sense. So I'm not too, not too fucking worried about it. Could be worse. Could. Maybe maybe I should just take the ninety bucks and do it. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll just save myself ninety bucks and do it myself, which would also be done correctly. But see, I could save you ninety bucks and save yeah, myself not, ninety bucks I'm and do it for you. you. Ninety bucks. But you wouldn't have to. Yeah, because then I got to fucking fill up the mower and start to mow the blades. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I think that's going to wrap it up for us here at Bourbon Sauce. Thank you guys for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, like, subscribe, share with your friends. The more you do those things, the better chances are we can grow the channel. Also, check out our Instagram page, www.instagram.com forward slash bourbon sauce. That is where you can reach out, talk with us, comment on our pods, on our pods, on our posts, and see hints on upcoming episodes. Also, if you want some merchandise, we've got hats. They finally came in. You can reach us on bourbonsauce at gmail.com. We've got glasses. We've got coasters. We got the mostest for your bostest. But um we appreciate you guys listening. Till next time, drink your favorite beverage and get sauced. Cheers. Cheers.